0: Okay, good evening to you tonight. Good to see you and everyone, each and every. So tonight we don't have as much paperwork. You should have a, um, a lesson on the New Age movement and then of course your uh, prayer sheet. We want to welcome our uh, audience on Facebook. Appreciate them joining us tonight for this lesson and Uh, we'll go ahead and begin. So, we've been talking about in the last couple weeks, we talked about relativism, and we talked about reincarnation, and now tonight in the New Age Movement, you're going to kind of see both of those come together in this one um, blanket topic. Now, some folks today are calling the New Age Movement, New Spirituality. So, if you hear that or similar terms of Eastern influenced metaphysical thought systems a conglomeration of theologies, hopes, and expectations held together with an eclectic teaching of salvation of correct thinking and correct knowledge. To sum that up, it's the uh, religion of feel-goodism. If it feels good, do it. If It makes you happy, do it. It's universal tolerance. It's moral relativism, which we talked about that a few weeks ago. It might be right for you, but it may not be right for me. But to actually define the New Age Movement, now we can define Christianity, we can define Buddhism, Taoism, Islam, because there's all certain parameters. It's hard to define the New Age Movement because there's no church of new age that defines them. It's just basically, like we said, a thrown together conglomeration of different thoughts and ideas. But we do generally see that the common threads are toleration and divergence weaving through a tapestry of universal truth. Now that's an elegant way to say it, but it's um, they don't want to be told what they're doing is wrong and they're not going to tell you what you're doing is wrong. That's where the tolerance and toleration comes through. Now, looking around, I think most everybody was around in 1969. Maybe three or four of us that weren't. But you may have heard this before anyway. New Age movement came about in the 70s and 80s, but in 1969, we were introduced to it through song. I say we were, if it will play for me. I don't want to sing it. All right, one moment, please. Just talk amongst yourselves. Technology is wonderful when it works. can very good, but song the dog can Jupiter, alliance with Mars, peace will guide the planets. I'll go ahead and click off that because the original video, the ladies are singing in there too. I don't know what happened to the ladies between the office and here, but I don't know if they're still over there or what. But you, many of you may remember that song, but the title of it is The Age of Aquarius. It talks about the planets aligning and the mind achieving, the mind achieving true liberation. What that's saying is, we're free of all this religious dogma. These things that you've beat into us as we were kids we're leaving that behind uh, this is goes along with the um, peace love and hippie movements and all that the same kind of ideas now that wasn't the entire song after it went through two courses of the dawning of the age of aquarius we it was then followed by two and a half minutes of lefty sunshine in and literally it was two and a half minutes of let the sunshine in let the sunshine in the sunshine in the sunshine in let the sunshine in repeating but the idea is that peace and enlightenment are what's going to reunite man with god they say that we are separated from god because we have a lack of knowledge, not because of sin. Isaiah 59.2 See, what they want to say, it reads in the Bible, But your iniquities have made a separation between you and your God, and your sins have hidden his face from you so that he does not hear. They want to say this word iniquities is bad. This word sins is bad. So they want to say, because of your lack of knowledge, You're separated between you and your God. Your ignorance has hidden his face from you. See how dangerous the movement is. It takes out this whole idea of sin and iniquity. In the New Age movement, man is central. It reminds me of when... Scientists thought that the earth was the center of the universe and the sun revolved around the earth And we found out later. No the earth revolves around the sun this movement and it's it's not just a It's not just making contained to the 70s and 80s. It's still very much uh, prevalent today But man is central we are the center of everything we are a divine co-creator hoping for future peace and harmony there's a quote here that says I am affected only by my thoughts it needs but this to let salvation come to all the world for in this single thought is everyone released at last from fear so affected only by your thoughts you are your own God you're your own controller of your destiny and it says they're at last released from fear. And that's an interesting statement. What what fear are they released from? Well, we, we don't but it will be the fear of hell. They could fear the doctrine of Christianity, they could be they could fear Christians themselves. But they believe through knowledge that they'll no longer feel fear, conviction of sin or or Christianity or any other dogmas, but they they present themselves as tolerant, loving, some of their main ideas how New Ageism views Christianity. They believe that God is not a personal heavenly Father, but an impersonal force. God is all and all is God. God is not the holy. Atheist. There is nothing that is called pantheism. It simply means that um, everything is God and God is everything. And it's a it's a Eastern mystical belief that's come into America that's where a lot of this comes from is eastern mysticism they also say there is no sin only incorrect understanding of truth they don't acknowledge sin or sinfulness so there's no need for a redeemer they have no need for Jesus because they have no sin a big flaw I see here is if Especially if I'm a parent raising a child, and the child does something that they shouldn't do, do I punish them because they were wrong? Or I say, well, that's okay, you just have a wrong understanding of what's going on. Their wrong understanding of playing in traffic could be deadly. There has to be, has to be a knowledge of right and wrong. Salvation in the New Age sense is self-achieved through understanding your natural godlikeness and goodness combined with proper knowledge. It means to be in tune with the divine consciousness in harmony with reality and whatever is perceived to be true. Because salvation is a form of knowledge of achieving correct thought, the realization of our divine nature, we need to be saved from ignorance, not sin. Therefore, knowledge... It's what saves, not Jesus. You know, looking back at this verse in Isaiah again, it's taking these two words out. They want nothing to do with sin. It's not sin, it's just, well, we just don't have that higher place of understanding yet. They believe that Jesus was just one of many teachers of divine truth. He exemplified the Christ consciousness probably better than anyone else. Christ is a consciousness, a form of the higher self. It is possessed by all because everyone is divine. This idea of Christ consciousness, they believe that Jesus came to earth, he was the Ultimate display of the Christ consciousness that we are striving to attain. By Him being sinless and perfect, He came to earth to show us how to achieve that state of Christ consciousness. And that's something that we can all strive to achieve, is to be, since we're Godlike, we can strive to be um, part of the Christ consciousness. Hell is not a place, but an experience here on earth. It is a state of mind. Although sometimes that's arguable, um, hell is a real place. Um, Things may be bad here on earth sometimes, but it's nothing like eternal separation and punishment, being away from God from all eternity. After death, most New Age Believe uh, Most New Agers believe that the soul is reincarnated. We talked about that last week. Many even believe the Bible was changed to remove any verses that taught reincarnation. But the Bible never contained any references that supported that. Reincarnation opposes the word of God which says that it is appointed for man once to die and then face the judgment. Remember that's uh, Hebrews 9.27 we looked at last week. Reincarnation is appealing to New Agers because with it there is no judgment and there is a second chance, a third chance, a fourth, etc. So I'm not going to beat the reincarnation horse to death again tonight but you know remember that that is attractive because there's no judgment and you get numerous other chan- chances if you mess this life up. Now. Although it is a conglomeration of a lot of different ideas, there are two basic beliefs in New Ageism. The evolutionary Godhead and global unity. Well, the evolutionary uh, Godhead, that says that man is part of all, or since, since all is God and man is part of all, then man is God. That goes back to the pantheism. If God is everything and everything is God, then logically by that statement, man has to be God as well. So that gives us this idea that people have infinite potential. I know that's, that's a big thing in um, corporate America now, they'll have these seminars and breakouts where they want to help you realize your potential. And they'll go through a lot of this eastern religion teaching that you can achieve your potential or that you can be thus and such but they believe that this is this journey to godhood is an evolutionary process both with the body and the spirit it's the next step of human evolution so They believe that we're going to make another evolutionary leap forward into new spiritual horizons. They teach that man's basic nature is good and divine. Again, this is completely against scripture. Romans 5.12, Therefore, just as through one man sin entered into the world and death through sin... And so death spread to all men because all sinned. In Ephesians 2 3, among them we too all formerly lived in the lust of our flesh, indulging the desires of the flesh and of the mind, and were by nature children of wrath, even as the rest. So that goes right the opposite of man's nature being good and divine. No, the Bible says, Our nature is bad and evil. But isn't isn't it kind of a nice thought to think, well, you know, that's what the Bible says, but I think today I'm gonna be good and everybody else is going to be good, and I'm gonna be like God. You can see the appeal of it. There's no accountability. This comes back again to relativism. Uh, They believe themselves to be divine, they can create their own reality. And each person can create a reality for themselves that follows a different path. I tried this earlier today. I remained in the same truth that I was in before I tried to create my own truth. So either I have not reached that level of knowledge that I need to have to create my own truth or it's, as our friends across the pond would say, poppycock. They believe their own divinity and ability to create. This completely undermines the uh, authority of God. You know, we, we read in the Bible that Satan, he was an angel of light, but he wanted to take God's place. He thought he could do a better job. He thought he could be God. That's the same lie that the New Agers are following. If you look at the Garden of Eden, Satan told Eve, did God really say? He said that, they, that God knows once you eat of the apple, you'll be as God's yourself. That has been the lie since the very beginning. So these new age folks, they're they're giving into the same lie that goes all the way back to the Garden of Eden. The second belief is global unity. That global unity has three major divisions: man with man, man with nature, and man with God. The man with man idea is that. We will all learn our proper divine relationship with one another and achieve harmony, mutual love, and acceptance through the realization and acceptance of this divine proper knowledge. That statement, harmony, mutual love, and acceptance, that reminds me of someone that should have rose-colored sunglasses and beaded hair and throwing a peace sign up, doesn't it? It sounds a lot like hippies. And I hope there's no former hippies here. Uh, if you are, I'm, I'm glad you got saved. They attempt to absorb all religions, cultures, and governments. They seek to unify all systems into one spiritual, socio-economic unity. Now listen to this. They're looking for a single world leader who, with New Age principles, will guide the world into a single harmonious economic whole. I also hope this leader will unite the world into a spiritual unity in a one world religion. Second Thessalonians 2 verses 3 and 4 says, Let no one in any way deceive you, for it will not come unless the apostasy comes first and the man of lawlessness is revealed. I have more problems, I'm sorry the son of destruction, who opposes and exalts himself above every so-called God or object of worship so that he takes his seat in the temple of God, displaying himself as being God. What they are looking for, not only did they fall for this age-old lie that they can be gods themselves, but they are looking for One who is strikingly similar to the Antichrist. Remember the Antichrist, he's going to bring a one-world order, a one-world religion, one-world economy. Well, under this banner of unity and harmony and peace, we're going to bring our destruction. And of course, they couldn't be convinced of this, I'm sure. Okay, change the sound. Revelation 1920: And the beast was seized and with him the false prophet who performed the signs in his presence, by which he deceived those who had received the mark of the beast and those who worshipped his image. These two were thrown alive into the lake of fire, which burns with brimstone. This is our evangelistic priority. The New Agers, with all their thoughts and beliefs, looking for this leader that's gonna bring the world into peace, love, and rock and roll, they are going to end up as the ones who worship the image of the beast and thrown into the lake of fire along with the beast, the antichrist, and the false prophet. You kind of grasp the seriousness. It sounds good on the surface. Oh, we want to get along with everybody. We want to love everyone. We want everybody to love each other. And that's what we want to do as Christians. We want to love everybody. We want to get along with everybody. But our message is not one of do what you want to our message is one of do what jesus said we're not going to be brought into a christ consciousness we are saved and we're still as filthy rags but we're covered with the blood so that one day we won't be reincarnated we'll be resurrected into a new body we'll be made new and in the presence of our Savior. Uh, The second part of this global unity, man with nature, this kind of goes a little bit further. Well, if God is all and all is God and man has to be God, then that means nature has to be God as well. So we have to be in tune with nature. We have to let nature... Nurture us and we have to nurture nature. Um, We are on equal level with our cousins, the animals, birds, and fish. We have to live in harmony with them, understand them, and learn from them. Again, this teaching is opposed to scripture in Genesis. God told the man and woman to have dominion over the creatures of the world, not to abuse them. I am a, uh, a conservationist. I don't want to see anything destroyed or wiped out, but I'm not so far as to chain myself to a tree when somebody wants to cut it down. We have dominion, but we're not to abuse. But we're not on an equal footing with the animals. We can't live in harmony with them and understand and learn from them. We can only learn from God and be a good steward of what he has given us. They worship the earth. They have a name for her, Gaia. Um, she's revered and respected in their, um, in their religion. And most of them you'll find worship the earth and nature. Now this idea of Gaia is not a new one. You go back to Greek mythology, Gaia was the goddess of the earth and the mother of all life. So, you go back to ancient Greek mythology, you see this idea and it's just been brought forward. Just like the idea from the Garden of Eden that we can be gods, that has been brought forward. You know, there's nothing new under the sun. We just keep recycling the same mistakes over and over and falling into these false Um, ideas you shall have no other gods before me God made it clear we don't worship the earth we don't worship Gaia we worship him and him alone then there's man with God that since man is divine by nature all people once they see themselves as such will be helped in their unity of purpose love and development The goal is to fully realize our own goodness. What does the Bible say? There's none righteous. No, not one. There is no one who understands. There is no one who seeks for God. All have turned aside together. They have become useless. There is none who does good. There is not even one. So... This belief is we're all good. The Bible teaches us that there are none good. Polar opposites. I know every morning I tell Fisher, whatever he's doing, whether he's going to school or staying at home, I tell you be good, don't I? And of course, he tells me to be good also. But that's what we tell our kids be good. Well, we can only be good to a, to a certain degree. This goodness is the same as righteousness. We cannot be righteous of our own. New Agers seek to elevate himself to Godhood. So God is brought lower. And this is an interesting idea here. Apparently the universe isn't big enough for one true God, but there's plenty of room for a bunch of little ones. They don't want the one true God. They want to each one be a God. They see God as an impersonal, omnipresent, and benevolent being. Therefore, he won't condemn anyone. And since he's impersonal, he will not uh, have any requirements regarding morality, belief, or behavior. Again, if it feels good, do it. No moral absolutes. Uh, they go for the spiritual tolerance for all truth systems. That's what they call harmonization. But here's a here's another problem where we were talking about earlier that well they don't have sin it's just a just a lack of knowledge. Well, if they're saying that there are no moral absolute, they have made an absolute statement in and of itself. So you can't say there are no absolutes because that statement itself is an absolute which is contradictory. And again, if morality, like we talked about in relativism, if it's relative, then you can do whatever you want to. A good example of this is, if I'm creating my own truth, I'm creating my own reality, and I can do what I want to, that means when I'm in my car, and I approach a red light, my reality says I can keep going. Well, you can't. It, you've got more sense than a lot of folks, Fisher. You can't. At a red light, by the law, we're supposed to stop. But if my truth and my reality is I can keep going, and somebody else comes the other way, and their light is green, and they think, well, green, I can go, you've got a mess. This new age idea doesn't work. Everyone cannot do their own thing and be in harmony. It's kind of like um, the Big Bang Theory, saying that a great explosion created everything. Every explosion I've ever seen brings chaos, not order. So in this idea, you've got a chaos of all these different ideas with no order. All right, well, I didn't realize, but I'm already over time. I have just just talked away and talked away and talked away. If you'll allow me just a few more minutes, um, I'm gonna skip over the new age terminology and the new age practices. Um, That's something you can read on your own, but needless to say, new age practices, there are some weird things there. But witnessing to new agers. Here are some ideas. of you come across someone that believes this way, how to witness to them. First is ask questions. And I think this is good. If, if we are divine beings, how is it that our ignorance easily overrides our goodness? In other words, if we are gods ourselves... Why do we have to reach a certain amount of knowledge to be gods ourselves? It seems like our ignorance has diminished our godness. So that's one question to ask. Um, If we each have our own truth and they contradict each other, what do you do? If they contradict, then one can't be true. One is and one isn't. Uh, Second, don't let them use Christian words out of context of the biblical meaning. Now, New Age, they don't want anything to do with Christianity. They don't want uh, moral rules and laws like God gave us in the Ten Commandments or Jesus gave us in commands. But they do realize how influential and spotless Jesus is as a person or teacher. So they'll want to identify him with their ideas because it kind of helps promote what they're doing. That's where we have to make sure that when they say uh, Christian words, make sure that they are saying the same thing we are. And the Bible speaks to this as well. 2 Peter 3:15 and 16 says, And regard the patience of our Lord of salvation, just as also our beloved brother Paul, according to the wisdom given him, wrote to you, as also in all his letters, speaking in them of these things, in which are some things hard to understand, which the untaught and unstable distort, as they do also the rest of the scriptures to their own destruction. See, these are like the untaught and unstable. They distort what they have learned. They use it in their own manner for their own um, devices. Hopefully this will all work better next week. I'm, I apologize. Again, number three, listen for internal contradictions. Uh, they'll say things and you'll find inconsistencies in what they're saying. Uh, They'll have differences between reality and their beliefs. Um, If they say they can create their own reality, remind them of the illustration about the traffic lights. Okay, if that's true, if we can create our own truth, and I believe red lights are really green, would you want to ride with me in the car? If they've got any sense, they'll say no, we don't. So, all right, that is The New Age Movement, which is not so new anymore. Uh, Does anybody have any uh, questions or anything regarding what we talked about? It's just kind of like you put everything that isn't Christianity in a blender, and out comes New Ageism. So, all right, Well, right, um, we'll go ahead and go into our prayer time since we are a few minutes over. We want to thank our um, group on Facebook for joining us, and we will uh, see you next week. Uh, see you then.